Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Thursday, August 25th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right, how's everyone doing on this uh, on this Thursday? Um, well, I guess the, the big item that's happened over the last 24 hours is the uh, Biden uh, canceling the student debt loan of, I believe, $10,000. So what this would mean is, I believe if you have up to $10,000 in student debt, you know, there are caveats to this too. I believe you have to make less than $125,000 if you're a single person or $250,000. It's a good amount of money, a quarter million dollars. If you're a couple, you'll get that uh, loan canceled. Of course, uh, this does not apply to people who already paid off their loans. It also, I believe, doesn't apply to anyone who takes out a loan from this point on. It's just like current debt holders who fall within, you know, those, those, uh, <clears throat> frames of, uh, income. And now, no matter what you think about this, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing, and I'll get to the bad thing part of it, uh, in a few minutes, but it's still being done to buy votes, right? I mean, they've been talking about this since he was running for office and, so since January of 2021, January of last year, they were talking about forgiving the student debt loan. Oh, I'm not going to do it. You know, I think the progressives want them to forgive five times as much, I believe $50,000. And so when does he decide to do this? I mean, still, it's only 20% of what the progressives wanted. So they're pissed off. He's, I think he's pissed off more people than he's made happy. Because the progressives wanted 50 grand. He only gave them 10 grand. Of course, the... Uh, uh, the moderates and the, and the people on the on the right um, think it's going to add to the deficit. They didn't want any student debt forgiveness. They believe people should pay their debts off. If you decide to go into debt, if you decide to take out a loan, you should pay it off. You know the deal. The deal sucks, and we all know that, which will get me to another point, which is that if you really want to change this business, you tell these colleges to lower their fucking interest rates. I mean, they're 10%. 10%? I can go to a, a low, I can go to a, a mobster and get better than 10%. Worst comes to worst, I get a leg broken if I don't pay it back. I don't go into debt for life. But 10% is, is a loan shark. I mean, it's ridiculous. So make the colleges lower their interest rates. Once again, this doesn't really change anything. The college is just going to, what the colleges will do is leave the interest rates where they are or they'll increase the interest rates. Colleges will just say, okay, we'll charge an extra 10000 now. In other words, Biden's giving them a reason to charge an extra ten thousand, right? You said colleges will say oh, you're getting that ten grand back, right? So we'll just make another ten grand a year, and they can do it if they want. No one can, no one can stop them. So once again, this is just a, a band aid. We see these band aids. The Democrats love these band aids. These feel good. Once again, feelings over logic, feelings over facts, feelings over evidence, feelings over short and long term pain or gain, depending on what you're doing. And many believe, most economists, even on the left, agree that this will, once again, you can't do something like this. You can't add to the deficit during a recession, during inflation of eight, but 8.5%. You can't do this. Back-to-back -back quarters of, of negative growth, which is a recession, you can't do this. You can't add to the deficit because someone has to pay. Understand that. Someone has to pay. The money just doesn't go poof into the atmosphere. So who's going to pay? Well, most economists agree the taxpayers will pay. Basically about $2,000 per taxpayer. Your taxes will go up by about $2,000 per person to forgive the debt of people who knew what they were doing when they took out these loans. Okay? Even though, like I said, the interest rates are absolutely ridiculous. They knew what they were. There was no hidden stuff there. They knew what the deal was. And many will say that this punishes the blue-collar worker. This punishes the person who didn't want to go to college, who now has to pay an extra $2,000 taxes. So, in other words, if you have done a great job and you've avoided student debt, you now get student debt. That's the way it just goes, basically. And remember, much of the student debt is accrued by people who decide they want to go to the great universities, right? That charge fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. That's what they want to do. That was their choice to go to these these Ivy League universities. And so they 
are the ones who made that decision. And we have to now pay for those people that decided to go to these great colleges. So people like myself who went to city colleges, you know, people who went to city college are going to have to pay for people who decided to take out these loans because many of us either couldn't afford to take out these loans, right? Because we knew we'd never be able to pay it back or our credit rating wasn't good enough to get these loans. Or we just decided we don't want to do it. So we went to city college instead of an Ivy League. And now we have to pay our tax money. We have to pay for this debt. We have to pay for others who decided they wanted to go to the best universities. Now, I, I, you can call them spoiled people who decide to go to the best university, but they went to the best. That was their decision. They could have gone to city college just like I did, right? And either pay very little tuition or get the financial aid. And they decided to take out these huge loans. So if you think about it, there is the feeling that you should pay off your debts in this society. All right. You knowingly go into a debt, whether it's student loans or credit cards. I mean, what's next? Should Biden just say, okay, up to $50,000 credit card debt is gone. Poof. Why? Yeah, it sounds great if you're selfish. Uh, everyone would want that, right? Credit card debt to go away, but someone's got to pay in the end. That's the thing. There's always pain. If not now, then later. If not now, then later. But going through all the the reasons not to do this, regardless, if you say, okay, all right, well, I'm willing to pay that extra two. I'm willing to have my taxes go up by $2,000. I'm willing to pay that 2000 to alleviate the debt of these poor people that went to wherever they might have gone, Yale, Harvard, NYU, Rutgers. The reason Biden's doing this now is because the election's 65 days away. He waited till now. This was talked about, like I said, for the last three years, going back to the beginning, going back to the beginning of the 2020 campaign, the student debt loan was talked about. And Biden could have done this on day one of his term. Right. On day one of his term, he could have done it or he could have done it six months ago. But he decided to do it 65 days before an election because the Democrats are panicking because now the polls are coming in. As someone said, the silly summer season polls are over with now and we're starting to get real polling. And we're starting to see these races where they said, you know, Fetterman was up by 10 points. Now it's four. Okay, so now we're seeing what people really thought was going to happen, that the Republicans were going to give the Democrats a real run for their money. There still might be a wave election. Once again, the summer polls said no, but now everything is changing. So Democrats know they're in trouble. They're in serious trouble of, of losing the House, maybe big and possibly losing the Senate. So what Biden's doing is bribing people. And who is he bribing? Well, 18 to 34 year olds his approval was down the dumps, like 20-something percent, like 20 percent. His approval, the Democratic president usually has a very high approval among 18 to 34-year-olds, and Biden is down in the dumps. So he's trying to buy those votes. Now, as I've heard, and this is really some truth to this, those votes are not very reliable. The 18 to 34-year-old group is not a very reliable voting block. And every, every election cycle... They say, oh, no, this time, oh, yes, this time they'll show up, and they don't. So he's bribing this voting block that may not be showing up, and he's pissing off a lot of people who will show up because their taxes are going to go up, because this is going to create more of a deficit, inflation is going to get worse, the recession is going to get worse, and we're just going into more debt as a nation when we can't afford to do it. But instead of being fiscally responsible and saying, I can't do this right now, maybe I shouldn't do it at all, but I certainly can't do it right now during a recession and with inflation 8.5%, Biden wants to do this because the election is 65 days away. It's what Biden, and we've talked about this when it comes to Biden and COVID or anything else. He's just a political operator. The man has been a political operator for the last half century. He has no real ethics and morals. He has no real moral compass. It's whatever the moment works for his party, whatever his party wants him to do at that moment. Now, we had Nancy Pelosi, who last year and just earlier this year said the president does not have the power to do this. The president does, doesn't have the power to unilaterally 
forgive student debt loan. And that's another issue that this could very well be challenged in the courts and get to the Supreme Court where Biden has a good chance of losing. Has a good chance of losing. But Biden knows that. But he's hoping, and he's probably right, this will not be litigated till well after the midterms. So if he loses this battle next year in the Supreme Court, he doesn't care. He's doing it simply to buy votes now. And all of those people will have to pay that money in the end. So they'll vote for him. And then they'll have to pay the money anyway once the Supreme Court knocks this down. So this is basically who Joe Biden is. He's buying votes and you, we, I, you are paying for it. You're paying for it. There's really no excuse to not pay your debt. But that's what it comes down to. It really is. You, 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 you've taken on this debt knowingly and you should pay it off. Just as millions and millions of people paid it off. And yes, they paid it off. And they're not getting that money back. They're not getting that money back. Because there was an election 65 days away when they had to pay it back. And so it's really stunning how obvious this is to anyone with a brain that this was done just to try to get a few more votes in November. Just to get a few more votes, to to get that base rallied up. But I don't know if he expected many people in his party to be critical of what he did. Of many economists on the left saying this is only going to hurt, not help. This is only going to hurt the economy. What was it, $330 billion? Trillion. No, billion dollars. Right, right, right. Billion dollars. And it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And it comes down to whatever the price tag was, it does come down to about $2,000 per taxpayer. You know, they don't teach you economics in school here for a reason. They don't teach you these kinds of economics, like real world economics, for a reason. And they do it for a reason, because they don't want you to be aware of what's happening when you get screwed by the government. Right? They don't want people to understand that every taxpayer is going to have to pay a couple grand out of this. People really don't learn this stuff in school. And like I said, we don't teach it here for a reason. It's on purpose. The government doesn't want us to know economics. It doesn't, the government doesn't want us to be able to figure out that we're being screwed by these kinds of bills. And someone's got to pay this money. There, I'm sure there are millions of Americans, mostly on the left, who truly believe this money is just forgiven and no one has to pay for it. That the president can just say, you don't get the money, that's it, period, it's over. And, and it's just like, with a snap of my finger, it goes away. But that's not the way this works. That's not the way it works. That's not the way the economy works. It's not the way taxes work. But they won't teach you this stuff in school. Because they don't want you to know you're being screwed. And we're being royally screwed once again by the Democrats and, and the Biden administration. And it's all done simply to lose as few seats as possible. It's not even a matter of really winning the House, right? It's a matter of losing as few seats as possible. So it's really just, it's really like bottom barrel politics, really bottom barrel politics that we have to deal with this stuff now. And it's not, I don't want to sound you know, this uber capitalist, but it's not really the American way to say you go into debt and the government's going to forgive you for it, right? You go into debt and the government's going to come. Once again, this is what the Democrats love, this idea of big government coming in to help you and you needing big government. So the people who will be energized by this to vote for Democrats are basically being bribed by Democrats. And they're in a position of saying, oh, we need you big government. Thank you, big government, for saving our asses. Thank you, big government, for you know swooping in and saving our asses. And that's what it comes down to, this idea of the big government will help you, the big government's your daddy, the big government's your your wallet, your pocketbook, and you have no real responsibility in the matter. This is what the Democrats love. 
That's, that's what we saw during COVID. We're telling you what to do. We're going to tell you what to do. We're going to tell you you must close your business. We're going to tell you you can't send your kid to school. We're going to tell you you must put something on your face. We're going to tell you you must get a medical procedure in order to live your life. We're telling you what to do. It's almost like we're, we're dogs and they're the master. The Democrats are our master and we're the dogs. And that's the way they like it. So they keep on doing these things, such as student debt loan forgiveness. Look at how we're helping you. Don't you see how we're helping you? You need us. And since we're helping you and you need us, when we tell you something like you close your business and you wear your mask, you fucking better well do it. Because we help you. Next time we may not. You need us. You're beholden to us. And now Right. And, and as, uh, as Cheech just sent me a message saying, and then they throw billions every other week to the Ukraine, putting us in further debt. And I just heard I have to look more into this because you never know what's true or not these days. But I heard that the UK government, the parliament, whatever they have, gave themselves a 75% pay increase. Does anyone know if that's true? I wonder where they're getting that money from. Are American workers getting a 75% pay increase? But this is part of this. This is like, once again, we're going to here. We're seeing with the electric vehicle thing with California, right? Well, Gavin Newsom, the Democrats in California are saying by 2035, you cannot buy a car that uses gas anymore. We're telling you, you can't. We're like your parents saying you can't have that car. You can't have that car. You're not buying that car. You're buying the other. We're, we're giving you the other car. You're going to use our jalopy. You can't buy a car. We're, we're forbidding you from doing it. So once again, we're the, we're the parents. That's the Democratic Party. Control over you. We're telling you what's best. Now, along with that, as we saw during COVID, comes do as we say, not as we do. Are the Democrats getting rid of their jet planes? Is, 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 is Gavin Newsom and uh, John Kerry going to get rid of their private jets? Of course they won't. Just like Gavin Newsom didn't wear a mask and went to the French laundry. Just like Gavin Newsom and other Democrats bash Florida, then go there for vacation and buy homes and condos there. They're total hypocrites. And who's going to get hurt by all this stuff, whether it's the student debt loan forgiveness, whether it's COVID closures and regulations, whether it's buying electric vehicles, the middle class, the middle class and the poorest are going to get hurt by it. The wealthy don't have to abide by those rules. You know the wealthy aren't going to abide by those rules, including the government. This is what a socialist government's all about. Look, I understand this American dream of capitalism is not real for most people. It's very difficult to achieve. You have to be, if you're born into a certain family, you have a, a head start. Of course, I get that. There's tons of problems with capitalism. But with the socialist governments and all the socialist governments we've seen, what happens is the government says everyone should be fair, right? Everyone should be equal. But who's not? The government. <laughs> the people running the government, the rich and wealthy, living high on the hog, where everyone else has to be equal and can't achieve. And that's what we're seeing here, where the government gets to do whatever they want. They're the ones that are rich. They're the ones that are wealthy. They're the ones that have to abide by the rules. But you have to abide by the rules or you get punished. You get punished, fines, or you go to jail or whatever it may be. Oh, we force your, your business to close. And we're seeing that it's, 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 it's constant. It's constant with these Democrats. We see the mayor of Washington, D.C., who won't let children go to school. If they're not vaccinated, not only will she not let children go to school if they're not vaccinated, she won't even let them learn from home. This is how fucking stupid the Democrats are. This is how it's all about control for them. How much how much more obvious can it be that it's about control that even if I want my kid to work from home, I can't do it unless they're vaccinated. They have to be vaccinated in my home. It's all about control to these people. You have to march them into court and sue their fucking asses. You have to march them into court and embarrass them. That's what you have to do. And of course, in Washington, D.C., which is what, 90 percent black? 40 percent of the kids are not going to be able to go to school. 40 percent of the kids are not going to be able to learn unless they are forced to get a vaccine at an age where they're not going to get COVID. And the vaccine does not prevent transmission. These people have to be marched to court. Actually, they should be in The Hague. Okay. 
These people should be imprisoned. They should be sent to the gulag. But in the very least, they need to be sued. Their asses need to be sued. They need to be dragged into court. Because they won't stop. They won't stop until the judge says, you better fucking stop. But this is over and over again. With every issue, the Democrats show all they want to do is control you. All they want to do is control your life. Tell you what to do. And punish you if you don't do it. Because we're from the government and we know best. We're from the government and we're here to help you. And every time we accept, every time we accept something like debt forgiveness from them, every time we accept a gift from them like that, we are becoming more and more beholden to them. Like we become beholden to our parents, like John Feldman was till he was 50. You know, my grandfather had this um, thing in life. He, he believed that he never wanted to owe anybody anything. He people owed him stuff. People owed him all the time, but he didn't want to owe anybody anything. And that was for a reason. Because once you owe people, you belong to those people. Once you, this was his philosophy in life. Let people owe you, but you don't want to owe other people. And so when the government says we're giving you this, they're just (laughs) giving it to you with the kindness of their hearts. They want something from it. They want obedience. They want your vote. They expect it. They expect obedience. They expect your vote. And they expect you to be beholden to them and to listen to them and to do whatever they say. Like your parents look like it's like a child with allowance. You want that allowance? You do as we say. You don't do as we say. You don't get your allowance this week. Look, it's the same deal. Okay. Psychologically, it's the same deal. You owe them. And we have to stop doing this. We have to stop owing the government. Because then they'll say, you can't send your child to school unless they get a vaccine that does not stop the spread of a disease. And even the CDC now admits the vaccinated and unvaccinated should not be treated differently. It does. This is why the Democrats were always full of shit when they said, oh, we're listening to the science. We're listening to the CDC. Because now the CDC says, no, stop that now. And they're still doing it. The CDC has said children are at very, very little risk of getting this. The numbers are up there. Go on the website. And yet the government says, no, no, we're not. So this is so this is how how full of crap the Democrats are. And they said, oh, we just listen to the CDC, whatever the CDC and the science trademark says. That's what we listen to. No, they don't. They just listen to whatever. Whatever controls people, that's what they care about. They want to control people. doesn't matter what the CDC says. doesn't matter what science says. They want to control. Whatever is controlling, that's what they're for. Whatever controls other people, that's what they're for. And they won't let go until we grab the control from their hands. What did Charlton Heston say? Call my cold, dead hands. It really is getting to the point now where it's it's beyond absurd. It's beyond absurd now. And just complaining about it's not going to work. They got to be dragged into court. Because we can't count on the voters to vote them out, right? The voters complain all the time, like they do in New York, like they do in San Francisco, about the crime, about the economy, and then they vote the same people in. They might have a different name, they might have a different face, but they're the same person. They're the same person. I was getting a haircut today, downtown San Francisco, and I said to the the hairstylist, I said to the guy, I said, how's business? And he said to me, no, just looked at me and like shook his head and said, no, no, terrible. And I said, well, no one's working 
here anymore. People used to work in downtown. It's called the financial district for a reason. And people aren't working anymore. They have a Salesforce building. It just feels like they just built it yesterday. It's this huge building. Looks like a giant penis. And no one's there. It's empty. There's no reason for it to be there anymore. And so he just simply said, no, it's, he said, it's terrible. He said, then he said something like San Francisco, San Francisco's dead. San Francisco's done. Okay. Now, San Francisco's not done for the politicians. The politicians aren't done. They're still making, the mayor here still makes the most of any mayor in the country. The city council here makes some of the highest salaries of any city council in the country. So they're not done. Oh, no, they're in great shape. Why would they want to leave? But look at the, the hairstylists, the, the small business owners, the blue-collar workers, those who work for hourly wages. They're dying here. These businesses are not coming back here. They're doing whatever they can to stay open because this is their livelihood. This is what these people know. But business is not coming back here. Business is not coming back in any Democrat-run city. No Democrat-run city is business coming back. They're struggling, and they're struggling mightily. And yet you have morons, absolute morons, like Dean Preston here in San Francisco, a board of supervisor, who all he cares about, his big thing is getting his friends an extra year in office free. That's his big thing, canceling the 2023 election. That's what he's concerned about. Or we have Scott Wiener, a total fucking all. Scott Wiener is one of the most insane politicians in the country. Maybe it goes with the name Wiener. Maybe it's a new rule. No one with the last name Wiener can run for politics because they're all fucked up. This guy, his whole career has been about pushing his weird fetishes on other people. Pushing his weird fetishes on the voters, on the citizens. That's all he's all about, this guy. He's got this thing now when he's not busy allowing 12-year-olds to get the vaccine without parental consent. When he's not busy doing things like that, pushing bills like that, allowing 12-year-olds. Remember, 18-year-olds are too irresponsible. Someone who's 18 is too irresponsible to be able to get an ID to vote, right? No, they can't do that. An 18-year-old or anyone, any adult is not, not doesn't have uh, the wherewithal to be able to get an ID to vote. We can't force them to do that. Yet 12-year-olds can get a vaccine, can get an experimental medical treatment on their own without parental consent. This is Scott Wiener, and it's just the, the vanguard of how nutty he is. But he's been pushing this thing for years now where he wants bars and to be able to stay open until 4 o'clock to, I believe it's two o'clock here in California, and he wants to make it four o'clock like it is in New York. It's so absurd that he's doing this at a time when bars and restaurants are closing at 11. Okay, I was out at a bar on Saturday night last week, and by 11, it, everyone was gone. It was empty. A bar that pre-COVID would have been jumping till two in the morning. So restaurants and bars are closing. The, the, the 40% that are left are closing by 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And this schmuck is pushing this bill to keep them open, to allow them to stay open until four. They don't have enough business to stay open until midnight, you moron, because of you and your colleagues who destroyed the economy in this city and this state. This is how out of touch this whack job is. This is how out of touch he is. And this is what we're dealing with here. This is what we're dealing with. People who only care about controlling others in issues that most people don't even think about. Most people don't even think about. Do you think the average person wakes up in the morning thinking, oh, I hope they cancel that 2023 election. It's so expensive to hold off-year elections. Just put everything in 2024. You most people wake up thinking, oh, God, 
I hope bars can stay up until four. I hope I can drink and get drunk until four in the morning. This is, this is, this is what I care about. But this is the issue these Democrats push. Because all their policies suck when it comes to real issues that affect the average person. Their policies, their ideology sucks when it comes to real things. So they can't talk about it because everything they talk about is failure. All their ideas are failures. And as far as this 2020, this 2035 electric vehicle thing, wait a minute. I thought these climate change nutcases said the world wouldn't even be here by 2035, except most of them said it wouldn't be here now. So this is a climate emergency, right? And yet this is going to happen by 2035, 13 years from now, which I thought a year that wasn't even supposed to exist. If you listen to climate change nutcases over the last 20 years. Once again, control. This is what we want. This is what we want. This is our thing. This is our fetish. We're going to push it on you. Hey, Daniel, what's going on tonight? It's worse than a bribe, Mike. It's a con job, um, and it's a very insulting con job. It's, 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 it's abuse of university college and college students. Um, I think most uh, university students are smart enough to figure this out, that this is um, – that there will be a lawsuit, that it will be stayed, um, that, and then it will be challenged and make its way up to the Supreme Court, where it will undoubtedly, unquestionably um, be declared unconstitutional. I think most universities are students are, are smart enough to figure that out. And if I was a university student, um, I'd be really pissed by them insulting my intelligence and trying to con me um, like this. What's what's more is whether it's unconstitutional, whether it, it, um, uh, it, it, it is ultimately going to be declared unconstitutional if they go through with this um, and whether it's ever implemented or not, it is very likely to increase tuition. And the reason that that is going to happen is because there's going to be a lot of students out there that are going to be competing, knowing that thinking some of them, at least enough of them, um, are going to be thinking, oh, that this could really happen. And then they are going to be competing to get into schools that cost more because they think that they will have an offset. And that competition is going to drive up tuition at those schools. And it'll happen very quickly. But most of them, I think, are going to see through this and they're going to say this is a con job and they're going to be incited. They're going to be a, um, insulted by it. And those are going to be the ones that are most likely to vote in that 18 to 34. The ones that are going to get conned are the, the ones that are potentially going to get conned and are ultimately going to pay the price by paying higher tuitions. Those are going to be the ones that don't vote. The smarter ones in the 18 to 34 group are going to be the ones that are vote and they're going to be the ones insulted by this attempt to con them. And it could very well backfire on them and end up suppressing the 18 to 30 vote. Well, for those that even vote, I mean, it's just, it, it's a voter block you cannot count on. You just oh, can't, yeah. count, you know, you just count. You can't count on this voter block. So you're not, you're not even bribing. You're not even bribing the voters that are most likely to show up, which of course are the older voters. You know, the fifty fifty plus voter block. But the fact of the matter is that you, you're you're bribing people, like you said, that you know whether they fall for it or not. Even if they, even if they say thank you for the money, a lot of these people are going to say thank you for the money and then not vote anyway. <laughs> So yeah, they're, they're, they're never they're never going to get the money. They know they're never going to get the money. Um, their parents who may be thinking, oh, this is great, you know, because um, then we're not going to have to, you know, to pay as much for um, their, their kids education. Um, they're smart enough. Most of them are smart enough to know that this is going to be declared unconstitutional and then they're never going to see a dime. Um, so so I, I don't see anybody. I, I see very few being fooled and the only ones that are going to be fooled are going to be the ones that don't vote. Yeah, I mean, they used some weird bill, right? It was some bill that supposedly has to do with um, supporting the troops in an emergency or an emergency situation for, for troops and veterans. It really had nothing to do with, with you know, pe people taking out loans for college, people willingly going into debt and taking out loans. You know, and, and remember something. People say to me, oh, no, the wealthy, the wealthy people don't take out loans. Of course they do. Of course they do. Of course, wealthy kids and upper yeah. middle income kids take out loans. One hundred percent. First of all, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Yeah, 100% kids uh, kids from wealthy families to take out loans. Um, both of my, my son and my daughter are taking out loans for their college education. And between my uh, ex-wife and I, um, and I'm... Well, I won't get tangential, but between my ex-wife and I, we we're pulling down about a half a million dollars per per year. So, 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 you know, this is <laughs> this is, um, yeah, one hundred percent. What wealthy kids are taking out these loans? Right, exactly. And who's paying? Who's going to pay for this? The kids who decide the the lower income kids who couldn't get a loan or decided not to take out loans or who didn't go to school at all, who didn't go to college at all, or went to community colleges, they're the ones they have to pay for through their tax dollars. It's it's just, it, it's absolutely insane. It it's, really, it's, it's, it's transferring the debt from the, you know, wealthy or middle income or upper middle income kids to, to the less fortunate kids, to lower income kids. And it family. is so abusive, whether, no matter what income you're, you're from, because there's plenty of kids that from, from, from you know, upper in, income families that don't go to college as well. Whatever, whatever your whatever your background is, as far as you know, socioeconomic background, if you didn't go to college and you're out there trying to make your way in the world, man, this is just such a huge slap in those people's faces. Right. Absolutely. Once again, there's no doubt that these loan interest rates are predatory. So if you want to target something that, then Congress needs to target that. Okay, Congress then needs to target these predatory interest rates that these colleges charge. That's something that can be done. I think everyone can get on board with that because that doesn't add to the deficit. It's not going to raise people's taxes. It's real good legislation to limit the amount of interest that these colleges, these universities can charge, yeah, these loan charge, these loan people can charge for these loans. Now, there are two, those are two, I guess I should get mixed up in two different things. You get the colleges have these ridiculous tuitions. So you can also go after that, these ridiculously high tuitions for these colleges. And on top of that, of course, the predatory loans and the interest rates. So you could easily target that. Congress has done this many times in the past. They've targeted the predatory loan people, right? Like these payday loans. They, they've targeted them. They've successfully targeted them. So if you want to go after the high tuition colleges, go after these loan shark predatory loans that have these ridiculous double digit interest rates. That's something everyone can get on board with. No one's going to say no to that. Not the right, not the left, not the progressives, not the not the extreme right. No one's going to say no to that. And the right way to do it is through Congress, not through our chief. Of course, that's what that's why it's going to be declared unconstitutional is is presidents simply do not have this power. Uh, It's the power of the purse belongs to the legislature and whether it's at the state level or the the, uh, municipal level or at the federal level, um, it it belongs to the legislators. And and this is this is just a it's a really, really, really bad attempt to try to con young people. Well, it's a really bad attempt to try to con young people. And it's also the fact that we need – there has to be some kind of ethics in this country where you pay off your debts that you get into. Look, when you have a credit – you know, everyone knows when they go take out a credit card. It tells them what the interest rates are. There's there's, there's no mystery, right? And do you know what the interest rates are? And also you get your statement every every month, and it says if you continue to pay the minimum payment, this is how much interest you're going to pay. You know, it's going to take you 28 years to pay it off, and your interest is going to be $17,000. Or – if you pay twice as much as your minimum, it'll it'll take you twelve years, and you'll be paying seventeen hundred. It tells you, it tells you the numbers. Okay, so it's up to you how much debt you want to go into. It's up to you how you pay it off. But you can't say, "Oh my God, I got this credit card with this twenty thousand dollar line, and I I, I spent twenty thousand dollars. Now please give me that money back, government. Please help me. Please get please forgive my, you know, forgive my debt. There's got to be some personal responsibility here. Of there course, there does. Of course it does, and it's and it's going to fail. It's going to fail. This this isn't Germany. Um, we and even even if we could um, develop an educational system and a means of paying for education, um, like Germany and some of the other European countries, um, it's not going to happen overnight, and it's certainly not going to happen via this sort of path. Um, for the very same reasons that we're talking about, people across all, all backgrounds are going to say, "Hey." What about me? I mean, you just can't be taking money from me and funneling it, funneling it to another group to reward them. It would have to be done in, in a way that there'd be years of some sort of transition to make sure that everybody was getting some sort of benefit out of this. 
it simply cannot happen constitutionally. And trying to implement a system of, of education uh, payment uh, similar to Germany is not going to happen overnight if it was to ever happen in our country, given our constitution. It's not going to happen overnight. And this isn't going to be a segue into that. And anyone that thinks it is are just, you know, they're, they're the same people that, you know, thought Ponce de Leon was going to found the uh, fountain of youth. And there are a lot of universities people can go to, like yours, right, Berkeley, which is not, you know, it's not top end as far as tuition rates go. And you can get Pell, you can get grants, and you can get you know things you don't have to pay back at all, Pell grants. And 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 there are ways to go, right? There are ways to go. Someone, can, a student, can get a a job, a part time job. They can get a job at the school. A lot of ways you can do it. And there are a lot of good universities you can go to with don't that don't have these ridiculous, you know, fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollar a year you know, uh, uh, tuition rates, but people choose, people choose to go to these high-end colleges where they must take out loans or they want to make it easier on themselves or have an, some extra money in their pocket. So they take out these loans and then they have, you have to, if that's your decision, that's your personal decision. It's yeah. your personal decision to go into debt, to let lefties, to let lefties, you know, uh, run your education and tell you what's what, right? To only, as we know now, that's a whole different issue we can talk about. How the left wing have taken control of these universities and and pushed their own narrative and doctrine on students. That's a whole other issue. I don't know what people are paying for anymore at these colleges. The kind of education they get is so slanted to the left. Yeah. Now, I went to, um, got my education over 30 years ago, well over 30 years ago, well, (laughs) 40, 45 years ago, almost, if we're, we're starting at uh, undergraduate level, um, when when I was uh, when I applied to medical school, I was accepted to George Washington University as my, my first acceptance letter. But I was like, holy crap, I better get an acceptance letter from one of the UC schools because I understood very well because I was paying for my college education what this was going to cost me. And if I would have ended up going to George Washington, and we we're talking back in the 80s. It would have cost over a hundred, over three hundred thousand dollars, which was was the average debt that medical students were coming out of going to University of California system, which I was ultimately accepted to. I came out with about something less than sixty five thousand dollars, which I paid off very quickly. And it's, so, yeah, this you know, giving people this kind of sort of false hope that someone's going to come along and rescue them from themselves financially is going to it's going to make People, it's 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 going to have, at least have a bit of a nudge for pushing people into a direction that they shouldn't be pushed into, and that's going to be a direction that accepts more debt than they can really handle. And for this coming for this coming school year, so there's going to be people out there, out there that are thinking, "Oh, should I accept um, uh, to, to my invitation to to a, a higher end school right now?" Um, and, and if, if there are some that are still um, waiting for their acceptance and, and, and making their decision. And this is going to push them toward those yeah. high end schools. And then they're going to end up with tons of debt. They're just uh, and, and nothing's going to happen. It's going to be declared unconstitutional. Exactly. And like I said, the people who did not go have not gone into debt now have to pay this debt. So if yeah. you didn't have school, if you if you if you if you made it through life without these 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 student loans, now you got them. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It ridiculous. is. It is. I mean, this, this when you know when I was when I was in college, I worked. I didn't work during the school year, but I worked very hard during the summer, and I, I worked you know painting houses for an entire summer, right alongside uh, construction workers of union painters. I worked in an ice factory all summer long. I worked loading trucks all summer long. Um, you know, there's there's ways to keep your, your debt down. And um, I've got through my entire education, right. four years of undergraduate, four years of medical school, got through the entire thing with less than $65,000 of debt back in the 80s. I don't know what that would would. would, would correspond to in today's dollars, but it's not something that's insurmountable for most people. And most people don't go to medical school. So, so they're, they're not coming out with, you know, huge burdens of debt, like, like the, uh, the Dems try to, to make it sound like oh, all college students are having to endure. That's simply not the case. No. And, and as a scientist, I want to ask you a question. As a scientist, I want to, I don't, I'm confused about something. This California law, they want to, the way they want to ban all gas vehicles by 2035. I don't understand. We're going to still be here in 2035? I thought, I, I, thought, I thought the world was supposed to be long gone by then. 
I'm confused. Yeah. Climate activists are confusing me. I'm well, they're, they're ban- they want to bail, ban all sales by 2035 of, or, or that is, they want all new vehicle sales to be non-gas. That doesn't mean that there won't be still gas cars. It doesn't mean that people won't be selling gas cars. It's just that they want to ban the sale of um, anything but electric cars. So, 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 I'm, so I'm thinking that maybe I should hold on to my um, the dumpy car that I that I that I drive that I don't that I don't really want um, to maybe to to 2035 because it's probably going to be what be worth about 50 times more than it is right now. Yeah, do you think you think Democrats are going to drop their? Uh, you think these 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 wealthy Democrats are going to uh, are going to get rid of their planes, their private planes that? Those uh, of, course of course not. Of course not. Of course not. And, 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 and they're not going to just 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 like this attempt to bribe uh, college students, this this attempt to prevent the sales of gas powered vehicles is, isn't going to work either. People need to stay, people need to type, start taking personal responsibility with respect to their carbon footprint. That is the only way that this is ever going to be solved. I mean, I have so many, so many uh, liberal and why don't we call them liberal? We're all, all illiberal at this point. So many Democratic friends that put, you know, I don't know how many tens of thousands of miles on in air travel every single year. And at the same time, they complain about climate change. And I just, you know, I shake my head and just, you know, it's just like these, these, are, these are relatively smart people. How, how do they not put the, their personal responsibility? Because it's all about them telling you what to do, but they don't have to do it. We saw this during COVID, right? This, was, this happened for the last two and a half years. We're going to tell you what to do, but we're not going to follow. That's all. That's it. We're elitist. We're privileged. We're I, either that, either that, or they're saying, "I'm not going through this by myself. I'm not going to endure yep. this. What they might call pain by myself. The only way I'm going to do this is if we're all in it together." And I'm saying, you know, from my perspective, I'm just saying, you know, I, I think uh, the climate change problem is real. It's man-made, and I do think it's serious. So I don't fly. I have I have flown um, in the last ten years. I have flown less than 2,000 miles. Um, in the last 10 years, most of my colleagues, I yeah. would guess that they have probably flown 200,000 miles. Yeah, no doubt. It's Daniel, so you're take, Daniel, let me go to the next caller. But you t- you're yeah. taking personal responsibility, which is a good thing. At least you're doing, at least you're putting your money where your mouth is. So exactly. Speak. Thanks. Thanks, Daniel. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, let's go to Vlad. Hey, Vlad, how are you? How you doing, Mike? I hope you're doing good tonight, man. How's it going? I'm doing good, but I'm not doing good with this passage of Biden trying to buy votes like you were saying, man. You know, this this crazy, you know, we're going to pay for the careers, the the worthless degrees of all these liberals. And in general, basically worthless degrees, let's be honest. They're basically becoming more and more worthless. They really are. I mean, it's becoming less and less important to go to college anymore. I mean, this, yeah. this whole idea. Of, you need a good. Remember, they used to say you need a good college degree, a good college degree to get a good paying job. Well, you know, that's more and more bullshit than anything else now. You know, and 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 like I said, they go to these universities, and all they do is indoctrinate. They don't teach. They don't educate. They indoctrinate. That's disgusting. Everything that the liberals have touched, uh, well, correctly, left wing progressive, it has been corrupted, and the school system, academia, is a sign of that. Uh, of that decay, unfortunately. Midas used to touch touch someone and turn them to gold. The left-wing progressive touched someone and turns to shit. Yeah. So, remember, the progressives wanted $50,000, not 10000 That would have been five times as much. It would have cost five times. It would have cost like, what, one, let's see, five, like one, one and a half trillion dollars if the Democrats, so that means it would have been $10,000 per taxpayer. The, the progressives mm-hmm. wanted the taxpayer to pay 10 grand each for student debt forgiveness. Because you see, they have no idea about economics, the left. The progressive left has no clue about economics. They're totally clueless when it comes to real world, real life economics. All they care about, Vlad, is what feels good to them. What feels good. But when it comes to real facts and real evidence, they don't, they don't care. They, real numbers, real math, real life, they don't care. And, and let's be honest, we cannot find it surprising now that, that he gave money since last year to Ukraine for its war. I mean, this year, earlier for its war, billions of dollars. Something never done, not at that scale. Second, this shit, a free giveaway. I mean, this guy, I mean, 
he's acting stupid. He knows we're in an inflation and he's just aggravating. Last time I remember every time we were in an inflation, they, they would be more careful before any president before Obama. They were more careful and they wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't go on a, on a run, run like crazy, just spending, you know, left and right. They would be more careful and wait it out. But now it's like, they don't care. It's like, they, they just want to get our country more depth, the next generations that are to fit the bill. And it's a horrible thing. You know, it's not getting, it's not getting any better. I mean, these bastards need to go out and this November has to be done. So, you know, well, the Democrats have always been pegged as, as you know, tax and spend, right? But this is worse. This is worse than ever before. This is worse than ever before. The last bill we just saw passed, right? That 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 mini build back better. That's all tax and spend. Now this is more tax and spend with the debt forgiveness. It's a, they they just spend thrifts. They they still believe this false idea that you can just spend and spend your way out of a bad economy, right? You can spend your way out of inflation. You can spend your way. Out of out of out of recession, you can't. They just dig. You just dig your hole deeper, right? You just dig the hole yeah. deeper. And, and at they, the end, and at the end of the day, I I don't know with whoever comes in. Hopefully, it's either Trump or or DeSantis or both. Uh, I don't see no end inside with this thing. It's just kind of you, you see how mad DeSantis made the left. I told people yesterday on this show how mad DeSantis made the left when he said he wanted to chuck Fauci across the Potomac. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew the left was going. And what happened today? The left is going crazy. Oh, all, all these left wing CNN, MSNBC people are going. Their heads exploding. Oh, this shows how nasty the Republicans are. Oh, they're so nasty. They're so nasty for telling the truth and talking about how much many of us feel, saying what many of us feel. Like, like somebody was saying. I don't know if it was a comedian, very similar to Ron DeSantis. He was talking about. Fauci, how they needed to nab him and I don't know if he throw him in a prison, but he said it in such a way that was so funny. Very similar to DeSantis. But the whole thing is they got a nab that, that little dwarf. Oh, yeah, that's what he meant, the little dwarf. Yeah, uh, it says called him an elf. You know, yeah, so, that, that the elf. Is yeah. Calling Fauci an elf, saying something like, let's chuck that little elf across uh, the Potomac, that is not one one millionth of what Fauci really deserves. That's not one exactly. one millionth of what Fauci... Just making jokes about him, you know, what I, is I, that? I bet, I bet you anything this asshole's going to leave and he's going to disappear to some foreign European country. Watch. Maybe Italy. Maybe Italy. Maybe his, maybe his native land. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, some country I, that doesn't have extradition rights with uh, the United States. You know? Yeah. There, there, something's <laughs> going to get watched. You're going to see it. <laughs> his name his native land will go back to Italy. Maybe he'll crush grapes with his feet. Who knows? You know, <laughs> you know the, I mean, that, that, that guy. Uh, is, uh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it, what, no I, I'm left, saying that that guy would just be better off there because he's a marked man. Somebody's going to get what him. Makes the left later. mad is so hilarious that you know, poking fun at a guy that everyone hates, that many people hate, um, is such an awful thing. But what the left did to us for the last two and a half years, what this mayor is doing to children in D.C. 40% of which will be African-American, not letting them go to school. That We don't even talk about that. That's just a policy decision. That's not, that's not something that should be rioted. That's just a policy. We can argue about policy decisions, like not letting kids get an education. These people are insane. They're insane. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're right, man. All these, all these po policies, what happens? They suddenly get brushed under the rug like they never ha took place, like they never happened. Right. Are we supposed to just forget about it, like like whatever? No, it doesn't work that way. No, it's not fine. at all. Of course, you know, there's got to be accountability. Another thing that FBI has to be cleaned up. I hope they do a total purge of the FBI. A total purge. Oh, the Squads FBI. Go oh, to and off. Yeah, the FBI. just like the medical, the FBI is so discredited now. Yeah, because somebody should have should have called it dirty, blo bloody, bloody Mary. And immediately said, "There's something wrong. We're not. We're not. We're not complying with that shit." Well, and showing how hypocrites the left are. They're the ones who, in the '60s and '70s, always talked about how the FBI was corrupt, how they'd go after black figures, civil rights figures, and now all of a sudden, oh, the FBI. No, they're they're beyond reproach. They're 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 pristine. They're pristine. These people are such obvious hypocrites. I mean, come on. And the, the the way our country, like many 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 uh, of the greatest broadcasters especially, com you know, people who do commentary and shit, 
on the right have been calling it, uh, we're, we're turning basically into a banana republic. Absolutely. Absolutely, Vlad. That's you exactly know, There's right. going to come a point, any, any country that's better than us morally, they might not be as rich and a big power like us, you can call us out on our bullshit. Right. You know? Vlad, thanks for the call. Let me go to the next call. You got it. You got I appreciate it. it, man. Thanks again. Good, hey, good, good hearing you too, from bro. you. Good hearing from you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can uh, get Cheech on here. Cheech. Hey, Cheech. How's it going? Going good, Mike. What's going on, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm angry as always. I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I got to check in and make sure you're all right. So let's get that let's get that blood pressure down. But I don't know if I'm going to help with that. Uh, so did you see did you see today um, on the Joe Rogan podcast, Zuckerberg admitted that they suppr- they suppressed the the Biden laptop story due to the FBI's information? It's so funny. It's um, sitting here, sitting here right next to me. I was just gonna, I was gonna give a little tease because I really want to talk about this more tomorrow. But thank you, mm, you, okay. you, 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 you're giving out the tease. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg told Joe Rogan that Facebook um, algorithmically censored the Hunter Biden laptop story for seven days based on a general request from the FBI to restrict election mis, quote unquote, misinformation. This is a, in any normal world, Cheech, this would be one of the biggest bombshell stories ever will you will you will you hear will you now i'm sure on fox i'll I'll watch after the show i'm sure they'll be talking about on fox do you think cnn msnbc is going to talk about this maybe for more than three and a half seconds of course not no No. of course not not with a a positive spin i'll I'll talk more about this tomorrow but how insane is that yeah like like, well like Vlad was saying, they gotta be they gotta be dismantled or something. Like so they they have there's some house cleaning that needs to happen. But um, the whole thing about the deep state, it's you know I used to hear that stuff and think it was just conspiracy conspiracy theory crap, but it's 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 not. You know, the well, we'll, got, we'll talk about more tomorrow, and you, I want you to I'll, I'll, you can call in tomorrow and tell me what you think more about this. We can hint at it today. There's a reason. Why do you think? We'll leave this. We'll get this question out. Maybe people and people can sleep on this and and call in tomorrow night and, and tell me, why do you think Zuckerberg is doing this now? There's a reason why Zuckerberg is going on Joe Rogan's show now and saying this and admitting to this because he, he really never had to. Right. He didn't have to. Yeah, yes, I was wondering the same thing. I was yes. wondering the same thing. Why was he even going on Rogan's podcast, right? Exactly. exactly. So something's going on there where Zuckerberg is now coming out and admitting this. He had to, He's not a dumb guy. He has to know this is going to get a shitstorm going. You know, so mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's some reason. And maybe uh, I can say that maybe it's because he wants Facebook to become more relevant. I mean, that, I was going to say the same thing, maybe because Facebook's getting their ass kicked by TikTok, but and and Twitter yeah. even and Twitter even. Well, you yeah, know. right. You know, right. so maybe that that could be that could be part of it now. That could be part of it. But this is not just a side story. This is not just oh yeah, for a week they censored a little bit. And you know, I know Zuckerberg was trying to make the point that Twitter does much worse stuff, and he's probably right. Twitter does because we know Twitter totally. What did Twitter do? Didn't they take down the posts? Didn't they take down their whole their whole Twitter page? Yeah, oh, they, they did. They, yeah, they, they they froze out the New York Post from <laughs> yeah, any, so the, the oldest newspaper a, in the country. You couldn't like, po- you couldn't post a link to the story from any account. Yeah, it was right. crazy. Right, it was right. fascism in effect. I mean, it was right. basically state state pressure on a on a, on a private corporation to um <clears throat> to do their bidding uh, yep. in an election cycle. And, 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 and Rogan said, "Well, how how much was it hidden algorithmically?" And and actually, Zuckerberg does does. I'll, I'll actually tomorrow I'll play his little three or four minute thing. But he said uh, it was pretty substantial. He Zuckerberg used that word. He couldn't give a percentage of how much it was, you know, shadowed, shadow banned. But he said it was substantial. He said the word it's, substantial. It's, yeah, it's a it's a great question though. Why did he go on there? Why was he talking? Because I I think it's more than just his 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 worrying about the company competing with the other the other clowns um i I think there's more to it than that i mean maybe i don't know maybe he's feeling like he's going to um 
suffer legally? I, I have no idea, you know, but maybe he, wants, seems maybe, like maybe he wants to do this before the Republicans take over and force him to talk about it. I don't know. That's possible. Yeah. Also. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. also, you know, yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, some... I'm, I'm, I'm coming willingly. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know, subpoena me in January. I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm telling he's you, he's trying scenario. to get ahead of it. He's turning himself in. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is Fauci going to turn himself in? I doubt it. I doubt that. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna. Well, I, I'm hoping he gets hucked across the Atlantic or, or something like that. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I actually, I would love to see that. I'd love to see like DeSantis physically chuck him. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, but first you got to put a clown nose on him. Put a clown. Someone nose should do on a. Him. Someone should do a cartoon like an animation of of, of DeSantis chucking Fauci across the. Yeah, across yeah. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Zoid or whatever his name is, he'll do it. Um, hey, the one other thing I wanted to say was the uh, the colleges. Well, they they charge so much goddamn money for the tuition, but they they run these bloated departments. Like they have these bloated diversity, equity, and inclusion departments that probably have about thirty to forty you know employees that are drawing fat salaries. So maybe start cutting there and uh, and start cutting back on that tuition, so the loans don't have to be so ridiculous. I right. don't know. No, it's, you know, you know it's, there are ways to do it. Like I said, there are ways to do it. Like everyone can agree on, and it, it's not going to add to the deficit, and it's not going to be done just simply for sheer political reasons to buy votes. There are, reasons, there are ways you can do it to really make it work, but that's not what Biden and Democrats are concerned with. They want just they want to buy votes for November. That's all. They want to yeah. satisfy a very small, like I said, the demographic that they've lost, the young people, and try to get them back. In time for November. I mean that that's 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 all they're doing. But as as Daniel said, those people, if they're not already smart enough to know this, they're going to learn very soon that money's not going back to them because this will be tied up in the courts. So, you know that yeah. that's basically that's basically what's, that's going to end up happening is that there there's going to be lawsuits up the ass with this, you know, and it's going to be it's going to be tied up. But Biden will be able to say once again, all Biden cares about is politics, and he'll be able to say, "Well, I tried, right." That's what he's going yep. to say. Well, I, I did my best. The law says I can't yeah, but, do it. The law blocked me. Can't do so it. So the only accomplishment that guy really has is um, sending a lot of money to the Ukraine, it seems, at this point. Right. That's like, even, I don't think that's an accomplishment. I mean, he can. Uh, yeah, I, I know. But I, that's, know, that's the only that. thing that has maybe majority support. Right. Because people think, oh, that we have to send money to them. We have to help them. You know, well, so that's. But once again, that's also putting us further into debt. Yeah, no, it's it. terrible. I wouldn't call yeah. it an accomplishment either, but in their minds, it is, right? So, um, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. And, and 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 in the minds of people who just don't understand the way this economy works. You know, just doesn't understand the way these things work. You just can't keep spending in a time where inflation is eight and a half percent, and uh, and we're in the and we're in a recession. You can't you can't do it. At some point, you have to have fiscal responsibility, which the left never seems to be able to have. How, how long do you think it's going to take to, to, to get San Francisco's downtown back? How, do you think it's coming uh, back? Like I said, that when I spoke to that hair, hair cutter today at, at, at Supercuts, and he just he, – I, he, it was like total resignation. He just shook his head and is basically said San Francisco's – basically he said San Francisco's done. You know, it was almost – you know, I figured, I figured he'd be moving soon because I don't think these people can afford to, to, uh, to make a living here anymore. They can't afford to make a living here. I mean, downtown here is done. You've seen it. Have you been around downtown San Francisco? It's, it's, it's yeah. Well, so for a minute there, I was going down down to the office down there. For but I but I left the job. I said I don't want to come down here. You know, I'm not coming down here anymore. I, I can work from home for somebody else. Uh, you know, right. Uh, I'll I'll see you guys later. Exactly. Yeah, I work I work for one of the big companies. One of the big companies down there. And I was like, see ya. Good luck with that. Because so I went down there a couple times. And both times I wouldn't catch Muni, right? I didn't want to catch Muni um, just because of the current situation. And uh, I parked my car in a garage at a couple. I, tr- I wanted to try it to a couple different garages and walk to the office. Both times coming back, I had one time in particular, I had just co- somebody completely out of their minds um, running up behind me. Um, I turned around. The guy kind of veered in a different direction. He was he was having an episode. He was he was out of his mind Great. and was just ran up to a to a glass door and started banging on it. Then I get another another yeah you know then I get another block away and uh, some woman is screaming uh, through like a microphone just yelling a bunch of like angry nonsense while these mothers with their strollers are trying to make it down the street and 
not have to deal with this shit. I mean, it's just, so I got a taste of that and I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I don't want to come down here anymore until they <laughs> clean this place up. I, you know. Exactly. And that's the thing. So think about you and times that by how many thousands of people who don't want to do this anymore. Uh, tourists who don't want to come here because they hear about this stuff. It's bad, yeah. man. And I don't, yeah. I don't see, I don't see San Francisco coming back anytime soon. Not with the people running it. I mean, you would need the voters here to finally realize that they're electing the wrong people. And they need a whole different regime of people running things here. And I, that I don't see happening for very – I mean, we'd have to hit rock bottom, but there are enough wealthy people here who are selfish enough with they'll never feel that. So they want to vote in the same people. They want to vote in the same yeah. Democrat. Yeah, that's yeah but you got to wonder what that's going to do to the tax base too. But you know, those wealthy people can't cover all the costs, right? So No, that's uh, true. They, that's true. You know, hey, Cheech, let me let me go. But thanks. For yeah, the man. Usual. I'll yeah, talk, I'll talk to you later. man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so remember, tomorrow I'm definitely going to talk more. The show tomorrow will lead with um, the Zuckerberg stuff. And I'll play that little clip. I, I, I think it's just huge. And we all need to talk more about that. Not just about why he did it, but about the repercussions of this and, and who has to pay and what has to change. But I'll leave on this note. Speaking of Bowser, who's making parents give their little kids an experimental drug that will give them heart issues to go to school. This absolute witch, witch. Uh, John Ziegler writes, Democrats have proven themselves to be fascist, racist, Marxist members of a child abusing anti-science COVID cult. They've been wrong about almost everything. And if they're not properly punished in November, the USA is gone forever. And he's very cynical. Unfortunately, they'll not be properly punished. But like I said, those summer polls are changing. Hopefully people are waking up. This has been in Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Atropoli. Remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out. Now we have no other choice. Uh, thanks for listening. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for the big uh, end of the week Friday show.